Welcome to the Dream Home Movement. This is your weekly dose of Dream Home Inspiration, bringing you clever hacks and tips from the very best local experts with your hosts, Tara and Joe. Hello, happy Thursday. It is a wet afternoon, wet evening tonight, and we're going to talk gardens. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm Joe from Violeta Finance. Hi. <laughs> Thanks Hi. for joining us tonight. Oh, Ooh. someone's talking back to me. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm joined, as always, by my fabulous co-host, Tara Vandelite from Building Dreams Group. How are you doing tonight, Tara? I'm doing fabulous. We're on to one of my favourite subjects tonight, and that is landscapes. Yes, we're talking about gardens and it's a good day for it. It's super wet, which is good Mm. for the plants. Uh, Now, my little preamble that I prepared for this show was the sun Mm. is out and holidays are just around the corner. (laughs) But if you're listening live, I'm lying. The sun is not out. It was out yesterday. (laughs) But this is the perfect time of year to create and enjoy a beautiful garden. We're Mm. coming into that lovely Christmas, um, that beautiful break between Christmas and New Year's. So we thought it would be a great timing to get our friend Adam from Outdoor Society Landscapes in to discuss how to achieve that perfect outdoor area. Your garden's Mm. gorgeous, Tara. Oh, thank you. You've got the perfect outdoor area. Area Now, tonight we are going to talk gardens, mm. outdoor lighting, water features, and of course, a peninsula staple, swimming pools. Well, yeah, why not? <laughs> You've got to have the pool or the view. <laughs> True. One, one or the other or both, yeah. preferably. Mm-hmm. We also have our regular segments. We've got our finance segment with Carl. Carl is going to tell you why the bank declined your... Home loan application. Ooh. Yep. So why do banks decline home loan applications? And we have the property geek out with Tara. So do make sure that you stay tuned for that. Mm-hmm. Coming up next, Adam from Outdoor Society Landscapes. Welcome back to the Dream Home Movement, only here on RPP FM. Take me home tonight. I just want to show you the Welcome back to the Dream Home Movement. We have Sal here. From Go Lightly. Hi, girls. <laughs> Hello. Who's brought us his fabulous guest, Adam Marcel from Outdoor Society. Thank you for coming in, Adam. And thank you, Sal, for introducing us to Adam. Yes. It's a pleasure. <laughs> Enjoy him. <laughs> so, Adam Marcel um, is from the Outdoor Society Designs and Constructions. He do, they do quality, timeless landscapes that suit your needs and lifestyle whilst creating harmonious unity for your home. So thank you for coming in. You're very much the local landscape business. Yes, thank yep. you, Tara, uh, Joe, and Sally for having me in the studio. Uh, great day, to, uh, great way to finish the day. <laughs> Absolutely, we love the ladies in the studio. Yes, so you've been working today. So you've literally come off the landscape in you were saying Mount Eliza just recently, just yes. today, <laughs> not recently today. <laughs> Correct. So uh, we escaped the rain. Yep. And uh, in Mount Eliza with a pool dig, and then uh, we went. To two other projects that we have. Fantastic. So tell us a little bit what the average day in a life looks like for Outdoor Society. Okay. So the average day uh, at the Outdoor Society, we have a team of uh, five people yep. at the moment. So that comprises of myself, yep. uh, project manager, qualified guy, and a couple of uh, apprentices. Yep. So for us, we have numerous projects on the go at any one time. Uh, and that can range from medium to high in landscapes. Yep. Um, so building <laughs> pools and landscapes. Mm. So generally with any landscape and pool that you have, 
there's a bit of a process involved with that. Mm-hmm. So you, you've got your sort of start process, which is more of an excavation. Yep. Um, the groundworks, and then you get some of the, the next sort of part of that is getting the infrastructure in. So that can be like you know, lighting, cables, uh, drainage, yep. all those bits and pieces, and then doing concreting. And then the, like your final process of above the build is sort of more the finishes. So you've got concrete paving, yep. um, yeah, soils and grasses, plants to finish off so i guess the average day in any project that we have any project this year particularly we've had a couple projects and each of those have been uh, a year each okay yep um we've had a couple others smaller ones that get a month so at any one stage or any one day it just just depends really where each project is at yep for the team but um yeah really passionate about it and uh yeah the one thing about landscape is if you don't like what you're doing today don't worry just wait an hour or so and you'll find something (laughs) there'll be something else around the corner for you That's a good point, isn't it? I mean, I kind of, I really found that really interesting what you're saying about how with landscaping there's um, several phases just like in a build, but I didn't realise that. So you've got, you were saying, what was it, the groundwork first and then, A landscape or a pool pool build is pretty much exactly the same as building a house. Yeah. I think probably people have a tendency to maybe forget that or not even think of it in that way. Yeah. As you sort of mentioned, but... Um, yeah, especially the, the large ones, and yeah. people are building more complicated landscapes these days and pools. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's very much like a build process. Like even with the average landscape these days, any of the elements in there, like if you get a pergola or yep. retaining wall, like you, you have to go and get engineering permits and all that you know, inf- stuff to get approved before you can even start something. Sometimes. Interesting. So, like with a normal build process, yeah, that can take a month or two or three months or even a bit longer, as you know. Yep. So, so I mean, I guess, I guess, um, yeah, it is very interesting that it, you obviously need to plan out really, really well to mm. get those amazing landscapes that I see on your Instagram account and whatnot. There's a lot of work involved. <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> happen by accident. That doesn't happen. No, no. There's a lot of project management. There's a lot of thought. Uh, yeah. If you make a, a pool or a landscape look really simple and uh, yeah, like functional, look, looks like it should just work, and you'd actually notice things because it just works so well. Like, yeah. There's always a lot of thought behind that. Yes. And getting that right. Yeah. Well, like they say with writing, something that's well written is hard to write. Yeah. 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 Easy to read, hard to write. That's it. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that's really fascinating. So, can you tell me a little bit about your favourite landscape design project um, that you've worked on recently? Yeah, my (laughs) favourite landscape uh, design. um, Yeah. Sort of always a hard one to sort of put a, a finger on. Yeah. Um, for it's me, like who's your favourite child? Oh, well, yeah. Uh, put a shovel in it instead, maybe. I guess, <laughs> I guess my approach to landscaping is these days when I go and meet clients, like you're taking your surrounds around you. Yep. Like you've got your area, like the suburb of where you're at, the house yep. in particular, even the clients, and obviously you have to work within some kind of constraint of a budget. But I always sort of, sort of find if you go through that process of yep. that, like – each of those elements lends itself to just creating its own picture. Like mm. that's all for me. I think in the world of landscape and design, there's always someone's trying to stamp an imprint of a little bit about themselves. But for me, I sort of have the opposite effect. It's like, well, just let all the things around you have a little bit to say about oh. it. And then, I like that. Like approach. an architect does, you know, they they want yeah. the house to sit within the scene. You want your landscapes to sit within the scene Correct, too. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I think if you look at like a few designers out there, yeah. there's obviously a lot of good designers and yep. you can instantly sort of recognise their stuff like yeah. architects and that. You go, oh, that's definitely like a, a Boyd. Yeah. Um, and the same like a Fiona Brockoff. Yep. Because yeah, there's always that sort of same 
Yep. Feel like if you had a Brock officer, native landscape yep. designer. Yep. So there's different elements. You see timber posts and native plants, and they're all sort of pruned up and yep. taper reed, um, which is good. But then for my approach, I just like to let all the other elements, and then I throw a little bit of myself in there. Yeah. A little bit, just. Mm. But yeah, that's sort of how I look at. It. But in terms of what we've done this year, yeah, uh, we've built a couple. The one in Bourne North, yep. and that's more of one of those really modern sort of style houses, big white with sort of brass finishes on it. And oh, that, interesting. Um, it sits really sort of predominantly on the corner. Yes. Um, and the, actually another project in Strathmore, due to a couple of areas from the builder, it actually sort of sat probably 600 mil higher than it needed to wow. on, the, on the block of land. So, yeah. And it was quite a big house anyway. So yep. in each of those stories or landscapes... Yeah, they're two different of those, ends of the spectrum, aren't they? Both mm. those clients yeah. had actually been building the house for about three years. Oh, wow. So for me, the client over in Strathmore... They had not the best experience with their builder and yep. quite a lot of things went wrong. And for them, when I met them, yeah. they were at the end of their tether. Like they, <laughs> they thought this whole thing. They Nothing more their, can go wrong. Don't they, do they it. They put their whole life into yeah. this. Like it was for, them, for themselves and their family. And they're like, this is, you got one go at this. Yeah. So to be able to turn all that around, like that's, the landscape, let me show you, like looks absolutely beautiful. Yes. Like we picked up a designer for different company uh, outdoor creations. Yeah. And then again, like, yeah, uh, that's that's me saying. Well, there's a landscape designer. Yeah, he's just drawn this. Yes, but I get out there and you talk to the clients and you look yes. at the surrounds and you go, well, this doesn't really quite fit that. Yeah, what yeah. they're wanting. So we, you know, you change that. Yeah, just to make it fit. Yeah, and then to see the end result come together and yeah. have your clients turn around and go like, if you're refining it. You. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm all about person <laughs> refining it. Yeah, yeah, correct. So absolutely. That's the ultimate reward for me. Absolutely. Well, all, all's well that ends well for them. I am a perfectionist as well, so. Well, that's a good thing. That's all. Well, hopefully their memory of building their house is they'll remember the last bit that you did as opposed to all the nightmare before that. Oh, correct, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you usually have a barbecue at the end of it, so... Oh, that's a good thing. Oh, that's That's gorgeous. quite rewarding, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I can imagine that. I can imagine that, you know, because it's usually the landscaping that comes last. You know, it's the icing on the cake. Um, I, I can imagine that you would have, um, you know, people who've, who've built their dream homes. That would be, like, probably the highest moment for them yeah. because they've seen it finished, you know. It is. Finally. It's done. And you get to see that, not yeah. the builder, you do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it surprises me. Uh, yeah. And that's the thing I want to educate people about a bit more so is, like, when they build a house and then they go, oh, I've got, got my brand new house and then yep. they rock up and then... There's dust it's everywhere. Barren earth, there's <laughs> rubbish in a pile on one side. It's like it doesn't quite... That was never their dream, trust me. expectation is like it hasn't been met yet. So no. It's about turn it around and get yeah. it there for them. And say, yeah. hey, hang on, you're only me away from your dream home. <laughs> the last yards were there. There needs to be a slogan. You're only me away from your dream, dream home. home. <laughs> <laughs> that could be your byline. <laughs> so what is one element that you would recommend to enhance and create a beautiful garden? Well... I might give you two, but one mm. the one I'll talk about the most, I guess, is like you've got your beautiful garden. So if you can paint a picture of, uh, you know, the, the, the place in Bourne, it's a big modern mm-hmm. contemporary one. Yep. White facade and big retaining walls and garden. But we've got lots of ponds in there as yep. well, so you get some lots of flow. You've got your trees and so it looks fantastic. It's all mm-hmm. But in the nighttime, having just soft little 
features lit up and the ambience. Yep. So that for me is the one I'd recommend to any client you have to have is just a little bit of lo- lighting. <gasps> lighting. Right. It's interesting yes. you say that because I have, yes, I think I think that that's an underrated thing really because it, it allows you to use the garden for more hours. You get usability. And you can see well. it. Well, that's interesting. We had a we had a guest on a few months ago now, mm. Matt Hill, who's a local sculptor. Mm. Oh, yeah, I know Matt. You yeah. know Matt? Yeah. yeah. He yeah. does all the kangaroos. The kangaroos. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And he does these spheres as well. Rufus. And, uh, yeah. He's... And Rufus. You can't forget Rufus. Yeah, Rufus the kangaroo. <laughs> I'm buying Rufus one day. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, yeah, I'm, I'm buying Jack Thompson. Okay. Yeah. Buy Jack, Jack, Jack Thompson. Okay, Rufus is a life-size sculpture of a kangaroo. Yes. It's huge, okay? You like you think that you've met a kangaroo when you see this sculpture <laughs> and his friend jack thompson is a is a kangaroo in the infamous pose yes, that jack thompson was in in the cleo first cleo centerfold so, <laughs> <a> kangaroo. <laughs> yeah, as you know like kangaroos lying on their side so yeah that's jack thompson yeah. back to outdoor lighting okay. yes back to that <laughs> so matt made uh he also made this amazing these amazing he makes these amazing spheres outdoor spheres mm. and he was like this is beautiful but then it's gone at night time you can't see it so yeah, he same with landscapes yeah so he added lighting mm. to it and played with light and then it casts this amazing light and shadow mm. um, art basically well, on your garden as well better even than even daytime because daytime there's no you're not shining yeah anything yeah so it's become a night it's become a nighttime yeah. feature so yeah garden lighting is something i don't think everyone thinks of no. but it can be really stunning yeah like if you got you know a feature tree in one corner or mm. you can highlight that canopy and get those soft little gorgeous leaves lit up Oh, that sounds great. It does, doesn't it? I'm missing that from my life. <laughs> <laughs> well, we might have a quick break and we'll come back and talk about a few more gardening style things. Thanks. Yeah, we're looking at water mm. after the break. Water features, pools, all that sort of thing. Great. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Dream Home Movement. Joe here. I'm in the studio with Adam from Outdoor Society Landscapes. Is it landscaping or landscapes? Uh, outdoors or the Outdoor Society the out- Landscapes, but we also do pools. <laughs> we also do pools. <laughs> I like that. Now, I know that this is not a visual medium. We're, we're doing audio, but I've got to tell you what's going on in the studio right now. Yes. Adam is the first person that we've had in the studio holding his mic. I know. It's like a rock star. Like a rock star going all free Mercury on us. <laughs> Maybe at the end I'll throw it down the ground. <laughs> Please don't. We will get in a lot of trouble and we will not be allowed back in. They'll change the locks. <laughs> you can, but we didn't say yes, okay? <laughs> when, when my husband Carl comes into the studio, he stands up. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, which we, so we tried to do that one day, didn't we? And we ended up just getting really anxious and sweaty and we had to sit back down again. I like we were in a call centre or yeah, something. Yeah, it was really, it was very disconcerting. Anyway, let's get back to gardens. I want to talk about water in gardens because it, it's a big thing, thing on the peninsula to have water features, to have swimming pools. So let's dive into that. <laughs> See what I did there? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. And I'm sure if Fran is listening, Feng Shui, Feng Shui Fran, one of our previous um, guests, she would love us to talk about water features because I believe they've got good chi. Yes. That's my understanding. So let's start with water features and then we'll get on to pools. Mm. If we're thinking of installing a water feature in our garden, what should we consider? So talking about water features and uh, you just touched on chi, we did a job recently and uh, we did look at the different all the different angles. Really? 
and uh, you have water in one corner. And Ooh. if you do have water, because mm. uh, in uh, the job we had done, oh, and there's four ponds actually, so and they're quite big. And then also another pot water feature, right? Yeah. But it's very important because they were a Chinese couple, but. In that process of letting it run, you only let it run for a small period of time. Yes. It's mm. very symbolic of uh, like money. Right. If you have it running continuously, it could be just money running in, running out. Okay. But if you let it just run for a little bit, it's ah. money coming in and then it pulls and yeah, it accumulates. Interesting. So that's one angle, and then there's obviously a different approach to cash flow. Yeah, yes. I need a water feature. Yeah. I might just turn my bathroom tap on or plan. something. <laughs> Just, <laughs> just let it pull in the bathtub. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so when you've got uh, water features, I mean, there's obviously, if you're in a garden and you're surrounded by plants, uh, you know, you've got, you got all your hard sculptures. So the water feature or a pond, if it's a pot with water, just, you know, the, the ambient noise, the trickling, the bubbling, yes. mm. even, you know, you're going to attract wildlife into the garden as well. So there's a lot of different uh, things that it can make. You know, heighten the senses, I guess, and yeah, it's, be a bit more tranquil. Yeah, it's super relaxing, and it does get it adds atmosphere. It's that like like the lighting; it just adds that little bit extra, that extra wow factor. Mm. Can any garden have water feature, or do we need? Is there do you a need garden have, that we should avoid having a water? Feature? Yeah, that's a good question, Tara. Mm. I like that. Is there any garden you should avoid having High five. A, mm. a water feature in? Mm. I haven't really thought of it from that angle, but um. I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't rule it out, hmm. but I'd like to think most gardens could accommodate a water feature in there. Hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think water's got its place. I'm a, I'm a water person. But yes. I think most people probably, you know, get to have a shower every day. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so I have like, my best so. ideas. Yeah. Yeah. I think water's pretty important in any sort of sense, so it makes sense to have it in the garden. Mm. Most definitely. A peninsula staple for many homes on the peninsula uh, is a swimming pool. Tari, yes. got a lovely swimming so pool in your fabulous back, backyard. One. I inherited one, which we renovated. Mm. Um, I haven't built a pool from scratch yet. Mm. Mm. Sounds so, like you, got, you want another project. I think I do. I think I need one. <laughs> yeah. Does the home that you're renovating at the moment, does it have a pool? No, that doesn't have a pool. I considered sort of craning in one of those container ship pools. Yes. But I'm not sure because it's ultimately... An investment property too, so pools and investment properties don't really mix. Yeah, so one of those little round concrete water tank ones. Yeah, I'm yeah. thinking They're maybe. Perfect. I think maybe you might be They're onto great. something there. Plunge pool. And, Plunge and, pool. And generally if you just put it on flat ground, it almost meets pool compliance in, in its own right as well. Wow. Fantastic. Yeah, because it's raised, so, you know, yeah. fencing and stuff. Let's, okay. Yeah. So can you tell us some of the trends um, around swimming pools at the moment? Yeah, sure. Um, in terms of swimming pools, I think... Uh, well, again, you, you want to consider how you're going to use it and who's mm. it for. Um, if you can have lots of free, if you're an entertainer and you've got lots of family around, or you know, kids, or you just have lots of people around in general, you might, yeah, you know, maybe you want to just all hang out in the pools. Might be worth having a bench seat, um, or if you just like having a bit of a lounge around, you could put just a shallow bench yes. in there, so you can even you know, like it could that. be a hundred mil, so yeah, you can just sort cool. of sit down, let the water lap around your legs, yeah. or it can be three hundred mil, so you, you can just sit in there having the kids run around. Like they only go up to their sort of waists. Yeah, I like that. Mm. Um, and then also with pools these days, well, you know, generally it, back in the old days, it just sort of starts shallow in one end and then go down to a deep end. Yes. Mm. But uh, probably more importantly is like how, how to use a pool. Like if the pool is 1.8 metres deep, 
and you stand down the deep end, what's going to happen? You're always going to be underwater. So yes. <laughs> you never generally go down the deep end. Yes. Well, I'd agree with you. I, yeah. We sort of use half our pool. Yeah. Yeah, that, the that's true. Because just a little bit too hard. Yeah. <laughs> One of my friends, had, her mum has a pool. We used to go there a lot when we were younger. And the whole thing's just a bloomin' deep end. Oh, really? And so you're like, this is it's just not enjoyable. Not I'm not having horrible times. <laughs> constantly trying to float. You, you want to do the res- you want to be able to do the resort, you know, breaststroke. Or yeah. You know, that sort of relaxed yes. swim. Not not a frantic like not no. frantically treading water. No. Yeah. <laughs> not the survival. No. The so, resort swim. Yeah, that's probably yeah. the practicalities, I guess, of, of swimming pools and mm. how you use it. So in terms of yeah, the depth and that uh if you had a pool, you could sort of imagine that maybe you have the deeper end maybe in the middle. Yes. And then mm-hmm. raise the deep end oh. technically to like maybe say 1.5. Okay. So you can still stand there. You've yes. got your head above water and you can play on the other side and then yes. down the other end have 1.2. So I guess that's the practicalities of what's sort of common. You could have you know, some nice big sweeping steps going into the mm. pool. Uh, aesthetically, uh, the trend at the moment is like, oh, there's always been infinity pools. They've been around yes. forever. Mm. Um, but like black tiles or dark interiors now at the moment right so okay sort of like lagoon sort of style and like the black yeah so. i haven't seen that yet so the black pools have a bit of an issue don't they the black pools mm. in what regard because you can't see something on the bottom of it can you well this is true yeah well this is it but if you've got young kids it's always a bit of a fright when you you know, you don't want to have them on the bottom of the pool and not be able to see them. You, you <laughs> definitely don't want your kids on them. <laughs> yeah. Just give them uh, bright yellow speedos. Well, yeah. You can do that. Yeah. You can do that. <laughs> the fluoros need to come in then. What else yeah. What else is trending in pools? Um, trending in pools at the moment, uh, yeah, you can have windows in pools. Oh, that uh, sounds cool. Yeah. So we've seen some quite yeah, interesting ones where you've wow. got a pool which can look into a wine basement down below. Oh, that's very cool. I like that. Yeah, you can have steps... We can have a spar and or a, a raised spar, mm. a raised spar in the pool, and then have steppers across it so you can go from one side to the other. Oh, beautiful! Um, yeah, there's lots of different things, um, but yeah, I think more importantly is just yeah, aesthetics are really important. Yes, practicality and what you want to use it for. Yes, see your biggest considerations and maintenance is another thing as well. Quite important for people to think about. Like uh, a lot of people have a tendency to turn their pools off in winter time and or run them a lot slower so they yeah. save on costs where in, in actual fact they probably cost themselves more money oh really yeah so because if you turn off all the equipment the equipment's not going to do its purpose of sanitizing your pool and it's mm. going to start corrosion so you got to do like a big scale right so yeah it's probably it's better just to keep your pool just maintain it yeah maintain it keep it going through yeah. summer like you crank it up a little bit yeah because mm-hmm. you're going to get the use and lots of people are going in there Things are washing in there as well. In wintertime, you just got to dial it back a little bit. Yeah. You want to keep it running, never turn it off. Yeah. That's a really good tip. So make sure you keep your pool in good nick, even over winter. Keep the maintenance up. Keep the machine is it machinery, yeah, the, the pumps, equipment. And the equipment yeah. Yeah. running. And, uh, yeah, have a think about the practicality. So if, if you deep end... If your deep end is taller than everyone, deeper mm. than everyone is tall, maybe that's not such a great idea. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, you can have, yeah, yeah, it depends on what your budget is for a pool. Mm. Um, and I guess your landscape always forms a part of yes. your pool as well. So everything goes hand in hand with mm. what you're doing. Mm. Yeah, at the moment, we're doing one pool. It's going to have a white interior and home concrete around it with a bit of sandblasting. Wow. On the home concrete, that'll 
so you don't slip on the home concrete. Ooh. Um, and then by the time you throw in some white uh, pillars around it, some glass, you know, all of a sudden you get like a bit of a palm spring sort of stuff. Yeah, that sounds, sounds fun. Very glamorous. Another pool we're doing. It's yeah, got just like a black tile line around it, and then it's got uh, quartz interior, which is sort of a real darker grey. Yes. Wow. And then we've got granite on the top, and then we've got black fences around it. We have bamboo. Wow. So, so that's real, like more of a lagoon sort of Yeah, lagoon of. resort. Are getting yeah. fancy, aren't they? They are. They're getting like finishes equivalent of a bathroom, you know? Yes. Yeah, or better. Yeah. Or better, <laughs> or better. Yeah. It costs a lot more, definitely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it, they, they would add value to your home. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yes no. Definitely yeah, add that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But well, you're the real estate Well, it depends, person, it depends so. on the location and the type of house, but, but it definitely adds a lot of lifestyle to your home. It, yes. It does. And mm. <laughs> the funny thing is the, the common misconception is the pool costs more than the landscape around it. Where mm. It's actually always the opposite way around. So mm. if the pool costs 50, you should probably spend 80 on your landscape to mm. Right, okay. Mm. Yeah. So it all, it all ties in seam, seamlessly. Yeah, and the landscape's mm. going to cost you more yeah. than mm. the pool itself. Right. So if you put it in the pool for 60, you should probably spend about 80 or 90 okay. at least on the surrounds. But it depends what area you're dealing with. Yeah. That's a good tip, that. Yeah. Because yeah. you know, people note. don't even know where to start. No. You know? Like mm. what kind of world are we looking at? Yes, yeah. So, what pricing are yeah, you looking is at? Is it going to cost me a million? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> you can do that for a million, but, you know, it'd be quite spectacular, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good to have a ballpark. I'd, and... I'd want a marble slide, I reckon. Oh, yeah. A million dollar pool, I'd want a marble slide as well and a, and a bar, a fully stocked stocked bar pool uh, look that the window the window yeah. bar thing that you're talking about that's cool i need that in my life one day yeah, yeah. <laughs> when i grow up i want that yeah me too I'll, i'm gonna come around that sounds great <laughs> now we've got a question that we ask all of our guests it's our signature question mm-hmm. and it is when you hear the term dream home yeah. what does it mean to you What's the term dream home mean to yeah. me? Yeah, what does dream home mean to me? It's a really me? interesting question, isn't it? Mm. And they're giving it too much thought. Yeah, <laughs> everyone else's dream, you see. Yeah. I think the dream home is just, it's, it's sort of, a, it's in itself, isn't it? What What's the ideal dream for you, for your home and your lifestyle? And what's that going to look like? Um, for me, I guess it's, I, I like lots of older sort of style houses, yeah. like from, yeah, you know, the 1920s or that. But then I like bringing them forward and having that sort of contrast, mm. um, you know, with old versus new. Interesting, mm-hmm. yeah. A clean definition between the two. Yeah. But then, yeah, I think uh, for myself, I mean, that's it's always going to be an evolving thing as well. What's yes. your dream home? At the moment, my dream home is probably just a small unit because I haven't got much time. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, or, mm. you know. In, One without it, a garden. Yeah, correct. Or, or uh, you know. If you're a retired couple, it could be a home, just a, you know, a bit of acreage so you can yep. do some stuff. Yeah. But at the moment, yeah, I'd love to do a few more developments, have an older sort of style home, bring it forward, modernise it, have a beautiful garden because, you know, spend 15 minutes in the garden, all your cortisol levels go down. That's, stress, that's so true. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then have a swim in summertime. But I do like the beach, so I'm yeah. a bit partial to both. Yeah. So, so it's got to have a swimming pool, but near the... The beach. And Probably a, overlooking cool the beach. House. Oh, that would be amazing. And then amazing. the winery, maybe at the back. Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> and I agree with you. It really does shift depending on your life phase as well, so, what what your yeah, dream home is. Yeah. You've got to think forward. I mean, especially with a family with, with kids, you've got to think yeah. what's going to be important five years from now. That's right. Yeah. And if you do spend the money on a pool landscape or you're doing house renovations, yeah. it is an investment. Like The, the cost Definitely. can sometimes scare people. But yeah. I mean, we're doing a few different builds and you actually add value 
to your house. And yeah. the other component is like if you mm. um, build a big outdoor space with the alfresco, mm. you can bring your family around, you can mm. use it. Your kids want to bring their friends there so you mm. know where they are, they're yes. safe. Uh, you don't have to stress they get halfway down the street and going to get lost. Well, I think you right. want to enjoy that while you can. Yeah, you, know? you do. Yeah, while you're fit and healthy and have all the time and energy to entertain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Now, if people, you've got a great Instagram account with some beautiful yeah. shots on it. If people want to follow you, find you, get in contact with you, ask you some questions if they need a hand with their garden or their pool, how do they find you? Yeah, uh, I guess the simple one's just a phone call. Website is uh, Outdoor Society Landscape. Oh, yes. Sorry, outdoorsociety.com.au. Yes. Uh, uh, we are on Instagram, which is where most of our photos are. That's our portfolio, so to speak. So yep. Outdoor Society Landscapes. And like everyone else, we're on Facebook. Yep. Yeah. And I encourage anyone who's doing a cool garden on the peninsula mm. to have a little squeezy look because they have some amazing ideas. Well, coming up next, we well, hold on. First of all, thank you for joining us tonight. Thanks, Thanks for having me. <laughs> and again, Sal, thank you so much for bringing Adam in and Pleasure. introducing him to us. And we are going to head off to a break. And when we come back, we have the finance segment with Carl. Fantastic. Welcome back to the Dream Home Movement, only here on RPPFM. Take me home tonight. I just want to show you the true light. Light me up and make me feel alright. Welcome back, everybody, to the Dream Home Movement. We have, we're going to um, cross to Carl now from Violetta Finance to talk about why your loan might have um, not been approved. Carl, are you there? Hello, Carl. Ah, I've got you now. Hi, Carl. How are you? All right? Yeah, really, really good. Now, we've got a really important subject to talk about because a lot of people are experiencing this right now. Um, They're experiencing having their loans rejected. Yes, so their home home loans. Why does the bank... Oh, sorry, Joe. Oh, here I am. Why does the bank decline home loans? What are some of the top reasons? Look, there are many reasons, but I suppose if I can give you a few top reasons, um, the first one would be that the loan doesn't service. Um, What that means um, is that banks, when they make an assessment on your home loan, one of the things that they look for is whether the home loan services. Mm-hmm. Um, now, so the serviceability assessment rate is currently at seven and a quarter percent or eight yep. percent, right? So um, the banks add usually around about two uh, to two to two and a quarter or two and a half percent above the current rate, and they stress. Is that interest? Is that interest rate? Sorry, Carl. Yeah, yeah, that's the interest rate. Okay, all right. Yeah, so that's that's the assessment rate. Right, gotcha. So so that when the rates do start to increase, um, that um, the people that are applying for the mortgage can still service the debt, and the banks are not putting them in any financial hardship. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't know that. I didn't know that they stress test the um the home the home loan. They Ah. do. They do. They stress test it. Um, and um, and I'll, and sometimes because um, customers that are applying for mortgages, especially if they're upgrading and stuff like that, they, they've got some financial baggage is, is what I call it. Oh. Um, you know, they've got <laughs> car loans, they've got, um, you know, private school fees, mm. they've got 
massive credit card limits, all of these things can affect how a home loan um, um, services, mm-hmm. and and sometimes that can um, decline um, a home loan approval. All right. Okay. That, that's that's the that's the big one. The second one is that sometimes um, customers just are loyal to their bank um, and they don't know the policy within that lender. Okay. Um, and uh, if they put an application in, they may not meet the lending criteria or the lending policy for that particular lender. Okay. Um, so, um, so that sometimes causes uh, a major problem with the, um, with their home loan application. Oh, that's huge, Carl. So loyalty doesn't necessarily pay if you don't fit in the, in those boxes that your regular bank has, um, you know, has created. Um, you might not be able to get the home you want. Yeah, and lending has become a lot stricter nowadays mm. as well. So, um, you know, if you go directly to a bank and you're dealing with a uh, uh, the bank manager, hmm. I reckon a long, long time ago, once upon a time, they were able to bend the rules. Hmm. Um, and, you know, especially well, look, look, look at the look at Look at all the intricacies of the situation. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah to yeah, so, use a bit of human so discretion. Once upon a time, they were hmm. able to, you know, um, get, get a few deals done hmm. um, by um, um, making exceptions. Um, to um, the policy of the bank, but now um, with lending, um, responsible lending in place, um, they can't do that anymore. Banks have mm. really tightened up. So if you are looking for a home loan, my suggestion is go to uh, a broker, mm. like someone like myself, who understands the lending landscape. And the, the best part about dealing with a broker is, um, number one, we don't charge the customer. You know, yeah. we get paid uh, a fee by the bank. So our service is, is effectively free to the customers. Mm. And number two, we're not affiliated with any of the banks. You know, mm. We, mm. We, we have access to many different lenders. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, because we spend so much of our time lending, uh, so much of our time learning their policies mm. and the way that they like to lend, um, we're really best placed to sort of place customers where we think that it, there's going to be a good fit for that particular customer. That's some great points, Carl. Mm. So two reasons why your home loan may not have been approved mm. are, one, you didn't service. Or actually, three reasons. One, you didn't service because you didn't pass the, te- the stress test, mm. which is yeah. done at a higher rate than the actual interest rate for the home mm. loan product. Mm. Two, your financial baggage. And yeah. three... You just didn't fit in with the the policy for that particular lender, but that doesn't mean yeah. you you can't get a home loan. You just couldn't get one with that particular, well, that particular yeah. lender. Look at different yeah. lenders. Mm. Mm, that's some great points. Well, thank you so much, Carl. I always look I, forward to our, our our finance segment. I'm happy to always come on too. So <laughs> that's really true. good. So we look forward to seeing you next week. Now, if we're looking to find you in the coming week, in between, how do we get hold of you? Um, calling me is uh, is the uh, best option. So zero four two four eight four nine zero three four, or uh, uh, www dot violetta finance. That's one t. dot com dot au. Send us a um, an email um, through our um, webpage, and we'll definitely get back to you straight away. Very good. Thank and you, Carl. Can I just jump in? I just want to say one thing. Yes. On air. Hey, Carl. Because you're too humble and shy to say this yourself, 
congratulations on um, what happened today. <laughs> Do you want to tell us what happened today? You had a nice surprise, didn't you? Uh, what happened today? I don't, I don't remember what happened today. Um, so this is good. We went out for a, uh, a Christmas function and, yeah, we had a great time and we came home. Carl was, Carl was very surprised to uh, receive a Business Excellence Award. Oh. Yeah, today. Very nice. I know. We didn't. We had no idea it was on the cards. Good to be excellent. It is. Better to be excellent in business. Well done, Carl. And, Thank uh, you. And you also got a Lender Diversification Award, which means he uses a wide variety of oh, different lenders. Yeah. So he's not just, as he said, he's not you know loyal to just a handful of lenders. A no. whole, whole bunch he's of them. So. To, to a good deal. Yeah. He'll find you one. <laughs> so good on you. Thank you. Congratulations, Carl. Let you go now. You're probably well going to go. And you're going to go just <laughs> hide in the corner well in embarrassment. Done, Catch you next Thank week. Have a great night. Bye. See ya. So, after the break, we'll be talking property geek out. Yay. <laughs> you snorted. Welcome back to the Dream Home Movement, only here on FM. Take me home tonight. I just want to show you the true light. Let's head into the property geek out with... <laughs> Tara Vandelite here from Janice Dunn's Estate Agents. Going to talk to you about property geeky stuff. Um, so, interesting time now. I think, Joe, this year, 2019, this mm. is the year of the dream home. Let's, let's just declare it. Let's just call it. <laughs> it is the year of the dream home. This is the year that you're going to buy your dream home. And the reason why you're going to do it this year as opposed to any other year mm. is the market's not crazy, crazy, crazy like it was 12 months mm. ago. And so you've got a bit of time to really think about what you're buying now. You do. It's you've, calmed down. It's calmed down a little bit so you can put some really careful thought into what you do go and purchase. Now, this is probably one of the only markets um, that usually as a real estate agent, we recommend people buy and sell in the same market just yes. so that you're not left vulnerable and without a house because the prices have gone up. Um, this is one of the only markets that I would say to someone, you know what, Renting for 12 months is not a bad idea. So mm-hmm. selling and then renting for 12 months and then purchasing something in 12 months' time okay. or purchasing now. Look, the right home now is going to be the right home in six months' time. Mm. But you've got that little bit of breathing room to really think about what you're going to purchase. So the steps to go through is sell your house first. Yes. Okay, because then you'll have the best negotiation power when it comes to purchasing your home. Yes. Okay, it's a great market to upgrade in because what the more expensive thing that your home that you're buying has now been discounted. Okay, so you're buying what you wanted to upgrade to at a discounted price now because it's not as hot as it was before. Yes. Okay. So you, you're saving money in that place as well, um, paying less stamp duty as well. Yes. Um, so that's always a good thing, isn't it? And, yeah, and you just don't have to rush it. There's, there's, it gives you time to really think about what you want. You know, you make a really clever thought for what you're going to the home that's going to suit you for the next four, five, seven years, 10 years, 15 even, you know. So, yeah, this is the time to buy the forever home and really think it through. 
Yeah, I yeah I agree. Mm. I agree. You're mm. you're in a good position where you can mm. yeah. And we, we have some right we place. have some great properties on the market right now. Like there's really quite a lot to choose from. So there's a bit of you know a bit of everything for everyone. So it's a great time to go and have a look, shop around. Mm. Don't purchase until you've sold your house. <laughs> Not in this market. <laughs> um, but yeah, get out there and have a look and um, yeah, plan plan your next chapter. Well, Tara, if people want to find you Mm -hmm. chat to you uh if they're interested in if they want some help finding that dream home yeah absolutely actually if you are Mm. in the lookout for that dream home have discussions with me now because i know properties before they come onto the market really like have discussions with me now so that you're ready for when it comes onto the market so yeah we find you so you can find me at a few places you can find me at janice dunn's estate agents so you can go to the janice dunn's estate agents website and find my details there um you can also find me through my other passion which is building dreams which is a local um renovation building and landscaping group so if you look up building dreams mornington peninsula we have a really fantastic facebook group that you can join um and you can also find us um you can also find me on instagram which is um building dreams group yeah yeah and Absolutely. that's a lot of fun. You're there. You're you're on Instagram quite a bit. I so am on Instagram doing cool, doing cool and interesting things. Absolutely so definitely right. Worth popping over there and having a look. Hmm. Well, that brings us to the end of the show. It does. Adam and Sal are still here. Hey, hey. <laughs> did you have fun? I did. Yeah, it was I, good. I loved listening to everybody. <laughs> Adam, you did really well. I loved your mic technique. Thank you very much and thanks for having me on. Now we want to give, it was our pleasure, we want to give a shout out to everyone listening in Melbourne. Mm -hmm. Melbourne is our top listening suburb or city for the week and this is based on listens and downloads uh, of the podcast. Mm -hmm. So if you ever miss a live show or you want to go back and listen to something again, you can pop on over to iTunes. Mm Mm-hmm. Or you can head on over to um, buildingdreamsgroup.com or violetafinance.com.au and you can listen to the podcast in any of those places. If you listen on iTunes Mm. and you like it, Mm. subscribe because then you'll never miss an episode. It'll pop up on your little feed whenever we release a new episode. Mm. And if you do, if you love us... Then please leave us a five-star rating and review. Just do it anyway. (laughs) (laughs) This live show is happening just before Christmas, so think of it as your Christmas present to us, please. Mm, Yes, yes, just just give it five, five. Five stars, yeah. Five, yeah, done, done. And to you too. We hope you have a lovely Christmas. We are broadcasting throughout the Christmas break. We're not going to leave you. We love you too much Mm, for that. We enjoy it too much, don't we, Jo? We do. We hope that your dream home projects are going well. We want to thank you for tuning in and choosing to um, have us in your headphones and we look forward to speaking with you next week that's all for now bye bye thanks for joining us in the dream home movement wishing you all the best in your projects this week we would love to chat and hear what you're up to so please say hi on facebook and instagram we look forward to hanging out with you next week catch you soon